Wow. All right. Hey, welcome to Corrective Lens. Uh, my name is Sid McGregor, and I am so thankful uh, to be to be hosting this, and so thankful that that you have chosen to spend twenty minutes with me and listen to uh, to this podcast. So, corrective lens. What is corrective lens? So, one of the things that I have come to love uh, as I get older is is actually when I'm wrong um, about something, about how I view something. I love it when when I have this view that is that is based on you know my lens and and uh, my sort of worldview and then suddenly a story comes in or, 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 or I meet somebody and it changes everything about how I, how I saw either that issue or that person or that experience. Um, I, 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 I just love it. And I've always been keenly aware of, of when those shifts happen. And uh, I've been trying to do this podcast for ah, a good couple years. Um, a lot of people who know me uh, know that I have a very strong uh, video background. I did documentaries. I traveled all over the world. And so might come as a bit surprised that I'm doing a podcast and not like a video blog or, or something in the visual uh, arts, but when I, my corrective lens, when I go back to my core, when I go back to my original passion, um, it was always audio, it was music, and it was stories. Um, and so this podcast is really a way for me to, to one, get back into that, that world um, of, of storytelling using audio and I, I I'm just very happy um, I, I really feel like like this is something I should be doing um, and then on the focus of corrective lens you know it's surprisingly uh, it took me a, a while to actually figure out what it was I was trying to do like what what is this again what is this perspective that I'm trying to to share with people and uh, I started uh, sort of this path about a year and a half ago. I recorded a few episodes and it didn't, didn't feel right. It didn't like where it was going. And it was because I hadn't, I hadn't embraced fully or hadn't even recognized what my ultimate lens was, like how I see everything. And once I figured out what that was, then it just made sense. I was like, oh, that's the worldview that I need to be looking at these interviews through. And so that's what we're doing here. Uh, this is Corrective Lens. And I want to talk to people that have sometimes similar views than me. But really, I want to talk to somebody who has a completely different perspective than me, even if they might agree with half the things I agree with. Um, and so, uh, so, so that's what we're doing. Um, so over the next, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, six weeks, seven weeks, 
maybe who knows how many episodes. It depends on how this goes and if people will let me talk to them or not. And if they find this entertaining, I don't know if it's entertaining. Uh, I am having a good time. So, um, um, so everything I'm doing about the show is to get, it is to basically understand this is my, this is my lens. This is how I see something. How does somebody else see it different? And I really want to know that because maybe, just maybe, I'm not seeing the full picture. I mean, and really, to be honest, if you really look at life and and really think about it, there's no way that you can see the whole picture. Um, We're we're too limited. (laughs) We, you know, we only have one life. We only have one view. We only experience something from from one angle. And so we can only truly experience it through that angle. And so um, to, to, to sort of walk in in somebody else's shoes um, is, is really quite uh, fascinating. And, and also it is, it is a challenge. It's also a choice. Like you have to choose. So for me, um, you know, I had to choose to change my perspective. It doesn't Normally, to be honest, it doesn't just happen. You have to actually seek out how do I, what what can I do to be changing my perspective? And anyway, this isn't a advice thing. This isn't a, this isn't a, hey, I'm going to tell you how to correct you how to correct your lens, and I'm going to tell you how to see the world. Uh, that is not what this is. <laughs> These are just uh, this is just candid conversations, and it's really me trying to. To understand better to understand the world around me, and um, that kind of sums it up. Um, so, as this is the sort of pilot episode, um, I don't have any guests for this episode. I just wanted to lay it out there so that when we get to the first episode, we're just gonna dive right in. Uh, there's gonna be no sort of filters, if you will. It's just gonna be, hey, welcome. Um, but for those of you who, who don't know me, I wanted to, in this pilot episode, I wanted to lay out basically my lens. And this is, again, this is not about me. This is not a show about me. Um, but these are, the, these are the lenses. This is the only time I'm, I'm going to talk so heavily about me. These are the lenses that I see things through. And I want to know and experience how somebody who has a different lens can see similar things. For instance, I got so much clarity on this when when COVID happened. Uh, my particular lens right now in this moment, uh, my family and I, we lived in Manhattan for the last two years. We just moved to, to Jersey City. Um, and not just, I guess we've been here almost a year now. And I'm kind of thankful. I, I, I really miss Manhattan. I really, really love New York City. It's a wonderful place. It's a different place. It's a wonderful place. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of really glad that I'm not there right now. Um, we have a bit, we have a lot more space over here. Um, and, but obviously, you know, like, so, so I'm in the middle of the pandemic. Um, you know, there's, you know, uh, I don't know, what are the numbers now? There's just so many hundreds of thousands of people right outside 
my my door who you know have have this as you know new york and jersey have had just the amount of deaths have been huge and and that's uh and we're in the middle of it you know we've been this is our ninth week to be home um you know we wear masks to go out you know the parks have been closed um every store has been closed um i've been the only one who's been leaving the house to go to the store so for the last eight weeks i mean i go to the store and uh, you know my wife told me once she goes i feel like you're going into like a like a war, like you're going into a battle, like I'm actually terrified when you leave. And that's sort of the overall feeling here. Um, a lot of people who aren't here, who are in the Midwest or places that that aren't affected, they don't have that view. They don't have that lens. And most of my family lives in the Midwest and, and they, it's not been so serious for them. Um and so that, that that got me thinking, you know, that it's it's like the same global pandemic, but everybody is experiencing it very different and seeing it very different. And and you know, I'm I'm doing, you know, like we're, I'm busier now than I was before the pandemic, because um, we've got two little kids, and and they immediately I gotta give give some props to the to my kids' school. Day like school closed on on a Friday. Government, everybody said. That's it. We're done. On Monday, they had virtual school. I mean, it, it was that fast. Um, obviously, they they saw it coming for about a week or two out. They'd been planning on it, but did not miss a beat. Now, it was a really rough start. Um, and I could not believe how hectic a five-year-old's schoolwork is. But man, is it hectic. Because um, they're learning so much. They're just learning so much. Um and so that's my sort of version. And, and then, you know, I know people all over the world and, and, and everybody's having a very, very different yet shared experience. And I was just, I was like, that's it. I was like, this is, this is exactly my passion. Like, I just love telling stories and just trying to understand how we are all the same, but all different, but mostly the same, um, and I have, I actually have, I have a, again, this is way too much info about me, but moving forward, I thought maybe it's helpful that you know, if you don't know me, it's helpful to, you know, I'm not some celebrity. So um, I've got a tattoo on my right arm that I got um, several years ago, and it says Ubuntu. It's a South African phrase, which means I am because we are. And it's the idea that, that I exist to help you and you exist to help me and we all exist for each other. And if that's never been more obvious than I think in this pandemic in our lifetime, um, where suddenly what happens in one region of the world affects everybody else. And our behavior in, in, in New York affects, affects, you, affects you out there. Um, because we we stopped. We said, hey, we're going to shut down because we don't want this to spread anywhere else. Just like Cuomo says, that's that's called tough love. Like we we loved enough that we have stayed home. Um, and I thought, I, I think that's a very powerful, again, that's a perspective. You can have that perspective or you can have the perspective of, oh man, we got to stay home and we can't go anywhere and this sucks, this sucks. 
I've never had that view. It has been hard. Eight weeks in, nine weeks in, I got to tell you, we are exhausted. It is, it is such a change to everybody's normal way of life. But you know that. I don't have to go there. Um, so that's, that's kind of, that, that's a bit of what I'm talking about. Is that There are these shifts that can happen. There are these differences. Somebody in rural Missouri, where my family lives, has a completely different experience with this pandemic than I do. I have a completely different experience than, than um, a nurse who, you know, is in a hospital a mile from here. You know, we're that close. We're just, you know, a mile from each other. But my world and her world are very different right now, even though we're in the same pandemic and we're all fighting the same thing. Um, so that's pretty fascinating. Um, some of my other, so I want to talk about some of my major lenses um, that I find myself trapped up by. Um, one of my major lenses is, of course, you have to go back to to childhood because that's where you get your lenses. Um, so for me, I was born in Colorado and but grew up in Southwest Missouri. I know I don't sound like I'm from Southwest Missouri. I give props to my <laughs> to my mother for living all over the world or all over the U.S. and not having a specific accent, if you will. Although now she has, a, I think, a little bit of a southern accent. Anyway, um, <laughs> love you, mom. Um, so, grew up in in Southwest Missouri from the time I was one. Um, went to the same school and church from fourth grade till I graduated till I went to till I graduated high school I went to the private Christian school that's a big lens for me being from southwest Missouri is a big lens for me um uh parents divorced that's a lens um I I got divorced that's a lens um I grew up in a predominantly white rural community. That's a lens. Um, I went to a you know a private Christian school uh, for most of for my entire you know, from fourth grade to when I graduated. As I said, that's a lens. Um, <clears throat> and then I went to two years of Bible college. That's a lens. And I went to study music for two years. And I finally find myself studying film and studying audio for film and finished that degree, thank goodness. Um, and in high school, like we got this idea of there was these mission trips and they wanted to go to Jamaica. I was like, that sounds cool. I don't know what that means. I just want to go hang out with my friends. I was a complete rebel. Not a complete rebel, but I was not in the best frame. Um, at least according to to the people who were telling me this, right? <laughs> um, like, oh, you have earrings. You are going to hell. You cannot go on the mission field and have earrings. It baffles me even to this day. To this day, that baffles me. Anyway, you can roll your eyes. I'm rolling my eyes. It's ridiculous. Um, so, so we, you know, submit to authority. Hey, so literally, they. W- I got to the airport and still had my earrings in. And I remember them getting on to me. They're like, you can't get on that plane until you take those out. 
I was I was a disgruntled child. Um, so t- took him out, went to Jamaica. Massive, massive perception shift, massive change. Um, because again, I'm leaving white rural America for um, populous uh, Kingston, Jamaica. Uh, no white people which was beautiful, by the way. Um, reggae, I mean, there was life, there was color, there was excitement, there was, it was not Missouri, I was, could not be happier. That was really cool. Since then, I mean, 12, 12 other countries, I've filmed in all these other countries, so for, so for me, traveling is a massive perspective shift. So, anyway, I just want to wrap this up. Um, anyway, but, but those are my big lenses. Faith, Christianity, what does that mean? Um, I see things through a very, you know, what used to be, you know, a very rural sort of Midwest view. Um, and then one of the other lenses that I sort of discovered lately, and one of the themes throughout my, at least, life, like I never felt that Southwest Missouri was home. I was so attached Obviously, this took some time, but I was so attached to 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 Colorado that I've always claimed that as home. And even all growing up, once I learned that that's where I was from, and we visited grandparents and did all this stuff, I was like, Colorado was home, and Missouri was just where I lived. Like I didn't feel like I belonged there. I felt just completely out of place and stuck. I didn't know how to get out. Um, eventually I did. Eventually I did move back to Colorado and it was a wonderful time. Um, but yeah, so that's some of the lenses that I'm talking about. I hope you join me. I hope you find these conversations, um, interesting. So speaking of Jamaica, my first episode is with a guy I met there. That's right. In 1994, still a, still a friend of mine. Uh, he's a pastor down there. You will enjoy the conversation. We're talking about COVID. We're talking about um, a bit of that, a bit of the sort of Christian response and, and, and how do we view this through the lens of God. Very interesting stuff. And I hope you stick with it. Um, thanks for listening to me ramble a bit. Um, hey, it's radio and maybe you're driving to work. I don't know. Nobody's driving to work now. But if you are, eh, maybe I got you there. Um, otherwise... Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.